Howdy, you're listening to the Think Brasses podcast. We host conversations with locals, politicians, and policy experts to help families thrive in Brasses County, Texas. So when you're thinking about how to make your community better, just remember, think local, think Brasses. This is the Think Brazos podcast, uh, sponsored by Habitat for Humanity, and we're really thankful to be joined by Representative John Rainey, and actually in his office today. So uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm happy to be here. So we I'm ready to, to be home, too. Right. <laughs> it's not that uh, not that long left, right? Like 29th is the last uh, day? Next Monday will be the end. Wow. And then how long of a break do you have? We don't know. We expect to have a special session on uh, vouchers and property tax. Property tax. uh, I don't know. We may get that across the board. Yeah. Um, And there will probably be several issues. Okay. Got it. Um, So, first of all, we just wanted to thank you for uh, your support of 1704, uh, which was a workforce slash affordable housing bill that Habitat has been working on this session. Doesn't look like it's going to get across the line, but regardless, we really thank you for that, and hopefully we can partner again in the future. Well, the only thing I can say is there's always next year. I think we Aggies know how that feels. Right. <laughs> that is very true, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, the next thing I wanted to talk about is what things are you still working on at this late stage in uh, the session? I've got a couple of IDD bills that are in the Senate that I think are probably dead. Uh, I had a workforce bill over there that's uh, dead. It never got oh, a hearing. Okay. Um, I, I don't understand uh, the situation. Uh, th- those are all three really simple, good bills that help people. Right. Uh, and I, I don't understand why they're not getting through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did get some pushback from a couple of the senators saying, hey, you guys uh, seem to wait to the last minute to pass bills, and I now have 65 bills in my committee. Oh, okay. and, and I don't think they understand how the House currently works, mm-hmm. uh, and it's worked this way ever since I've been here, probably a long time before. But we can't do anything by Constitution for the first 60 days. Right. And then we uh, start having hearings, and then the hearings, uh, you know, we have to hear the bill. We have to have uh, that. Mm-hmm. Then we have to vote the bill out of committee. The committee it then goes to the calendars committee, and that right. takes time. And then it finally gets to the floor. So, you know, we're probably halfway through the uh, session before we ever get a bill to the floor. Wow. And uh, that's that's a problem, but it's mm-hmm. it's what's gone on always. It's mm-hmm. not something new. So. Uh, I think we just need to elect more House members to the Senate so they understand what we're doing. (laughs) So what about that uh, idea? I think it was this session or last where you were looking, um, you had a bill, I think, regarding that very issue of the 60 days. I've I've done that twice. Uh, I didn't even get a hearing on the bill this time. Uh, And I had a a number of, uh, at one point I had 96 signatures as co-sponsors, 
Uh, and then wow. uh, uh, some folks started asking people to get off the bill that it was a bad bill, mm-hmm. which it, it was constitutional. I mean, it's not a bad bill. It, it just changes the way we do things. And right. There are people here that don't want change. Okay. Uh, we need to make change. We need to make change in a lot of things. Sure. But, uh, it, you know, uh, there's so much tradition. Uh, people don't want to come in early. They don't want to stay late. Uh, they don't want to start hearing those bills earlier. I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. There was another uh, Constitution amendment that came over from the Senate that mm-hmm. uh, didn't do away with the 60-day rule, but it, it cut it down to a 30-day rule. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a good compromise. Right. I couldn't even get it heard. So huh. I don't, you know, I don't know what the powers that uh, think about it. I, yeah. Undoubtedly, they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I did want to ask you about affordable housing and some of the bills that were working their way through the legislature. I think the Texas Tribune back in maybe uh, March did an article where they listed a lot of these bills and they're across the board. um, Some of them are preemption. um, Some of them are like the Habitat Bill um, programs, you know, that aren't preemption, that kind of thing. But a lot of them honestly were, it was saying things like um, the size of the lot that you can build on, things like that, making it statewide. Where are you at on um, the state versus local in affordable housing or any policy, and is there a balance? I, I think there needs to be a balance, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, uh, every locality has some differences. I'm, right. I'm not for one size fits all on many occasions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elections, yeah, I am kind of. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure they all run the same right. everywhere. Right. But uh, in in things like this, uh, uh, I typically am going to go with local control. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, last night we had a bill. I, I'm bad at remember those bill numbers, but it it would allow uh, people to build a uh, mother-in-law uh-huh. room in the backyard. Oh yeah, and uh, it was. Which I don't particularly have a problem with. Yeah, we don't but it, it was a statewide mm-hmm. law that would preempt any uh, right. uh, local mm-hmm. uh, law, except if it were a deed restriction or something of that nature. Right. And so I, I voted against it, mm-hmm. and it failed. Mm-hmm. We had a, a verification vote because it was real close, and wow. it, in, the, in the end, it. Uh, some folks changed their vote, and it uh, failed pretty miserably. So do you think that it, that's the reason that it largely failed? Is that local control issue, right? That was the reason I voted against right. it. it probably uh, and, and again, it's a one-size-fits-all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we do that too many times in education, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, a pass a bill that maybe, I'll just put it this way, seems like Houston seems to have more problems than anywhere else. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, we pass a law that fi- maybe fixes or tr- attempts to fix the Houston problem, mm-hmm. but it causes problems everywhere else. Uh-huh. That's just not the you know not the way we need to do things. So largely, housing, in your opinion, housing and a lot of other things are definitely better solved at the local level. I, I think so, and I think an education problems are better solved at the okay. local level. Got it. Well, I appreciate it. Have you started thinking about 
next session and some things you'd like to accomplish, or do you do that later on? In uh, we'll probably take a little rest uh, and, and start working on it uh, uh, later. But uh, yes, uh, I continue to want to work on workforce areas. Uh, mm -hmm. We've passed a really uh, extensive uh, community college finance and uh, bill that also uh, works on workforce okay. pretty, pretty good. Uh, the only thing that I saw wrong with that bill was uh, I wasn't quite convinced that it did enough to measure uh, mm. the progress. I see. Uh, but it, it it's a good start. Okay. It's a good start. Uh, workforce is going to always be an issue that I think is important. We need to think about uh, not only training people that don't want to go to college in a in a field of, of work where they can make a good living, but we also need to be looking backward a little bit more. And I, I'm not the one that uh, I need. I need help on this because okay. I don't I'm not an educator. Sure. But I do know that we have folks that drop out of school seventh, eighth. Wow. And those are the ones that need tremendous help mm -hmm. in uh, getting schooled up right. to so they can at least uh, do some sort of a job. Right. And uh, if we don't, they're going to be the people that we've got to take care of all their life. Mm -hmm. And uh, the idea, the old story about teach a guy to fish, and, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of what we need to do. Teach them how to work. Yeah. Um, I know it's hard to make a living working at uh, a fast food place, okay? Right. But $15 an hour beats nothing. Mm -hmm. And maybe we need to be looking at work and help mm -hmm. rather than if you're working, mm -hmm. we don't get any help. Right. And that's that's just a, a long-time thought of mine is, okay, We I can remember back when I was a kid, there were people that, uh, worked in the stores and all they did was sweep and, and clean up. You can't find anybody to do that today. Or afford a house. <laughs> or, at, or at your house, that's right. Yeah. But if if that went along with a little help mm -hmm. or was a requirement for a little help, I see. then maybe uh, we would have a, a better yeah. outcome. So do you think that uh, in this session we're going to, or the legislature is going to fix the electricity grid issue? Uh, well, they're working on it. Whether right. it's a fix or not, we'll find out. Okay. I, I, I think that we need some more uh, power that we can just turn on, okay? Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to say forget the renewables. Right. Uh, those are... are uh, excellent thing to have around uh i just uh, think we need something that we could turn on immediately and Relax. have that extra power particularly in late august mm -hmm. or in february like yeah. we did two years ago okay. uh, i hope we do that mm -hmm. uh, i'm not on one of the committees that has worked on that okay. legislation um, but uh Hopefully, we'll pass some legislation that will help that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, we should be judged by whether we do or not, too. I would agree. <laughs>
last question that I have. Um, if there was one thing um, that you would want your constituents to know, whether about the session or something that you want them to know or they need to know, uh, what would that be? I, I think uh, constituents need to know several things. Okay. First of all, they need to vote. And uh, they need to vote in a primary. Yeah. Uh, primary elections are where the candidates are picked. Right. Uh, we have so many people that just vote in November and don't vote in a primary. You could be mad at Democrats and Republicans equally, but somebody from one of those places is going to be the nominee. Right. So be involved and help pick the nominee. Uh, the other thing I, I would say is don't be afraid to pick up the phone. Mm. And don't just call and, and yell and scream. Call and talk with a reasonable voice and let the elected officials, whether it be city or mm -hmm. county or me or anyone else that's elected, know what you think. Um, unfortunately, it seems like politics runs on polls. Yeah. And a poll doesn't dig deep into it. I need to know what my friends and neighbors are thinking. And that that's, that's more important than running a political poll, what do you think about this particular? Right. You never get down into the nitty gritty. You just ask a few questions, right. maybe, maybe 20 or 30, but uh, it, it, it will tell you what issues are important, but it doesn't tell you what the voters are really thinking about. Right. Right. And we need to know that. And, and we need to, to uh, have people call and, and suggest legislation uh, that needs to be done uh, like you guys do. Yeah. Uh, but and and the one area that I would uh, be maybe a little critical of, and, and it's just, I don't mean to be that maybe that's not the right word, but um, small businesses mm -hmm. spend so much time working and trying to get, keep their little business going. Mm -hmm. I know I've been in one right. all my life, and never take the time to view. What is government doing to me mm -hmm. or making it difficult for me to, to right. do business? That's people that need to be talking mm -hmm. a lot because there are more people employed by small businesses than there are by right. the large businesses. Right. So they need to be uh, talking and, and uh, mm -hmm. visiting with their legislators. I think it's very, very important for them. Small business people do that. Great. Well, and I would tell you this. Mm -hmm. I think that even if the, the issue is the same for Walmart as it is for a small John Rainey retailer, mm -hmm. uh, that's okay. But I'm going to listen to my independent retailers right. faster than I'm going to listen to Walmart. And I, that's, that's just a... Because I know them. Yeah. If they call me, I'll, I'm gonna listen to them. I don't know anybody at Walmart. I don't know the single manager of a store. Not being critical of Walmart, just right. don't know who runs a the store. They don't not participate local. in exactly. in local things that I see. But I know that uh, you know the small retailer that runs the cleaners. Right. I know him. I go in there, you know, once a week, right. and if he has something, he's sure I'll sure listen to him. So I think that's important. 
Well, Representative Brainy, I really appreciate you coming on our podcast. Is there anything else before we close? No, I, I would just say this. I appreciate uh, you being here. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity to serve people in Brazos County, Bryan and College Station. Uh, and uh, it's been an honor for me, and I look forward to doing it some more. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. You bet. Thank you. The Think Brasses podcast is brought to you by Bryan College Station Habitat for Humanity. Our mission is a community where everyone can afford a home they're proud of. Habitat is a 501c3 charitable organization, so we do not make political endorsements. If you'd like to support our work in the community, you can make a tax-deductible donation online at habitatbcs.org. The Think Brasses podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts and on our website at thinkbrasses.org. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel if you prefer to watch videos of our conversations. Thanks for listening, and just remember, think local, think brass.